think we were MRR was about uh, 400 or something when I joined. So April last year, about 400. And 400 now we're about $400 per month? MRR, yes. In total MRR? And total, 400. Yeah. And I think it was 405, say, in, in start of April last year. And now we are at uh, 23,000 something. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Marco Saric. He's the co-founder of Plausible Analytics, a simple open source, lightweight and privacy friendly alternative to Google Analytics. It's trusted by over 3000 subscribers to deliver their website and business insights. Marco, you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. When did you launch this thing? What year? Uh, about two years ago, two and a half years ago. Okay, so call it 2019 timeframe, something like that? I think it was actually 2018, December. That's what, like, when development started. And about summer of 2019 was the, the first kind of launch of the okay. product. And, and get, get us into your like, personal situation for a second. Were you working a full-time gig and this was a side project or you quit the gig? Where were you in life? Yeah, so basically, Plausible started as, as, a, as, a, as a project of my co-founder. He's a developer. He started developing it. He spent about a year developing everything getting it on, like ready to go. And, and then he, he got me involved because I'm the marketer. So I came from the marketing side. I, I took this as a, as a, as a full-time kind of, uh, I joined him as a co-founder pretty much then about a year in or so. Okay. Now it's the equity conversation is always tough with this sort of setup. Do you guys just split it 50-50 or do you have less than him? Uh, 51-49. 51, 51 ah. uh, for him. I think there was some legal reason. There was somebody needed to have a tiny tiny majority but yeah that's uh it felt kind of like a fair thing um yeah, i came in from the like i kind of helped him develop it as in from the marketing side of things and kind of, kind of push it that way and he does the development side of the, the product and design and all that so i think it's kind of these two things coexist and balance each other out so i think it's it's quite fair i want to dive into the product here in a second but first tell us on average what are customers paying for this per month uh, we, we have a whole range depends. So basically we charge by page view. So, you know, if you have a small website with thousand, you know, page views per month, you will pay something like $5 per month, but you might have 150 million, you know, and then you'll, you're paying into hundreds per month. So it's a huge range starting from, you know, $5, it can be up to hundreds. Well, what's your, what's your, uh, don't name the customer, obviously, but your largest customer, what are they paying per month? Do you know? It's actually, that's the 150 million one, but what are they paying per month? I I think it's somewhere around 
600 per month, something 600. like that. But uh, don't the uh, could be somewhere somewhere there. I'm not okay, 100% fair. sure. Fair enough, five to six hundred per month. Um, do you know what a sweet spot is? Like, is a hundred bucks per month like a good sweet spot somewhere in there? It, it really depends. I mean, uh, uh, I think uh, in general, web analytics are a bit uh, more affordable than, say, product analytics. So even when people come from something like a mixed panel and, and things like that, they're they're kind of like they feel feel comfortable in this kind of price range uh, because you know product analytics for the same page view number of pages you'll be paying way more. Okay. Yeah. I want to, I want to focus my questions around a persona. So I understand you have a massive range, but like, like if you literally just take all your customers and divide it into whatever your revenue is, what, what would be the average customer being paying, be paying per month about? Oof. Let's say maybe $50. Five zero. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, I, that... I have not done this kind of calculation. Yeah. <laughs> No problem. So, so you come in as the marketer, you get 49% of the business. How do you sign up the first hundred customers? Basically, uh, we're bootstrapped, self-funded. So, you know, ads are out of the, the kind of the question. Uh, what we did, I mean, what, what I have experienced in and, and what I felt was the good uh, solution for previously first open source product is to go content marketing side. So I started creating content. I think in, in on the third week or so when I joined, I, I published my first blog post after doing some kind of more marketing side on the positioning on the website and so on. But I published my first blog post, I think April last year, uh, about why you should remove Google Analytics from your website. Like, uh, I don't know, 10, 10 different reasons, all there, you know, a couple of thousand words. Published it, event on top of the Hacker News, got, you know, I don't know, 20, 30,000 visitors on the first day or two. Uh, got, I don't know, somewhere about 60, 70 by now. But basically, Content is how we got our first, and, and still, still are getting our our, our you know trials to, to this day. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the Hacker News for a second. So, so when you did that, you got how many unique website hits that day? I think it, it actually we're a bit funny because we are all open, so you can actually go to plausible.io and you can like hit our website, and yep. there's like a, a button that says live demo, and that's where you can see our own stats. But I think uh, it must must have been about. Um, must have been about you know twenty thousand that day. Okay, and how many new trial signups? Do you remember? I will have to go backwards, but uh, I think uh, let's say uh, it, it, you know blogging is is not like you get in, you know you know ten percent of this. To, it's not like an ad, you know. So it's a, it's a bit more indirect process. So let's say we got fifty to one hundred out of that. But yeah. what what it does for us is is kind of builds the the brand, the brand awareness, and kind of the kind of us getting us into this this field and, and people then you know a few weeks down the line i i may need a, a new analytics platform oh i remember those guys that talked about why you should not use google analytics and and, and that's how it goes really it's, it's not as direct as something like ads so it's you know twenty thousand does not really mean you will get a huge spike in signups on that day but a few weeks down the line it it will show yep very cool so this is how you get your first sort of spike of customers now how many customers are you serving today we're about 3,300 3, Those are paying customers. Exactly. And That's we get cool. um, about, I mean, yesterday we got something like 50 trials. We, we get about 1,000 something trials per month. And uh, yeah, about one third of those convert. So it's going quite well. Um, last year, in March, when I joined, we were about, I don't know, like less than 100. And now we're at 3,300. Uh, um, and it is, is Gone quite well. I think we were MRR was about uh, 400 or something when I joined. So April last year, about 400. And 400 now we're about dollars, $400 per month. MRR, yes. In total MRR. And total 400. 
Yeah. And I think it was 405, say, in, in start of April last year. And now we are at uh, 23,000 something. 23,300, uh, 23, I think, something along those lines. We love that. Okay, so if we take 23,300 divided by the 3,300 paying subscribers, they're paying on average about seven bucks a month, something like that, which would be, I'm, I'm using your pricing, your pricing slider on your site. So that price point would be, what, about 10K unique website views, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I, uh, I think something like uh, last time I checked, about 80% of customers are on the lower two tiers. So up to 100,000 pages, which, which kind of makes sense. I mean, it's yep. not easy to get a website with more than 100,000 pages. So about 80% of customers are there in those first two tiers. And then, you know, you know the one at 150 million tier, it's like the only one. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is such a cool story. Why did you guys decide to build? You know, a lot of people go, should I build an open public? Should I not build in public? You're leaning all in. You're building in public. Why did you guys decide to do that? Fully open source. I think open source and privacy first, they kind of go together hand in hand. I think if you want to be able to be transparent and trustworthy, you gotta you got to show what you're doing and, and kind of you cannot be a, a, like Google, our, our biggest competitor, the Google Analytics is like a black box, you know, you have no idea what they're doing. While we are completely opposite, you can actually go to GitHub, you can, you know, view our code, you can, you know, contribute to it, you can even download it and run it yourself on your own server, you don't even need to pay anything to us. So I think that transparency was really important to, to kind of showcase this privacy first and, and kind of that we have nothing to hide kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Now, talk to me about how you guys are managing cash flow. So you're, boot, you're bootstrapped. How many people are on the team now today? Two. Just two of us. This is great. I love. So revenue per employee is about 11, 12 grand per month. I always, I always like looking at that metric. So you guys are doing this both full time now. Well, both, both full time. I mean, uh, first few months or so, we didn't get paid. Then uh, for a few months, we kind of got a little bit of a salary. But uh, I think since, since January or February this year, we're kind of getting to, to, to reaching the salary levels we got used to, you know, you yeah. know in, a, in the real world kind of. So he's writing all the code. You're doing all the marketing. And the two of you have done this together. Here's, here's my big question. I'm a, I'm a big fan of you, don't, you shouldn't hire people just to hire people to brag about how big your team size is on podcasts. It's way more impressive to have a small team doing a lot, right? Doing a lot of revenue, a lot of customers. How big can you guys get with only two people? No more hires. <laughs> you know, if you asked me this last year, I will have sent no chance 3,000 customers. We can be uh, our two, 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 two of us. So I, I, right now, I don't want to predict it, but I think it's, it's comfortable because we've optimized so many things. And, you know, I was thinking it would go crazy with customer support at 3,000 customers. But uh, uh, you know, we have like very, very, you know, simple and easy to understand documentation and everything is out there. And, and I think we're kind of rolling and it's, it's going well. And I don't think there's a, there's a need short term, at least to hire anyone. It might even slow us down, you know, obviously with training and so on. Yeah. So are you, are you guys profitable today? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're bootstrapped. We don't do any, our marketing budget has been zero US dollars since day one. We have not spent even $1 on advertising. Or so where are all these thousand trials per month coming from them? All content marketing? Content marketing, social media, uh, word of mouth, obviously. It's, it's, I think one of the things about being open source is this community you can build. So if you go to our GitHub, we have something like seven, 8,000 likes, you know, those stars on GitHub and lots of developers know about us. Lots of people in this kind of field know about us. And, and if you go Twitter and search for us, you can see daily people are recommending us and people are saying, oh, I have now moved my clients or I have now moved my own website from Google Analytics to Plausible. This is something uh, that happens daily. It's easy to see on Twitter. So yeah, yeah. And you've, got a, a big one. you've got a great, and you've got a great following there. I mean, you've got 18,000 followers. Uh, you know, you guys do something really well that I think a lot of founders are scared to do. 
which is you've totally. motivated client, you've clearly defined the enemy, right? Google Analytics, right? A lot of founders, they are building something because they are against something else, but they won't, they're nervous to talk about the thing they're against, which I is way more, way more powerful to build a community with that enemy publicly out there. 100%. So when I joined, first thing I did was positioning over the homepage because before my co-founder did not really consider Googlings that much. There was a mention of Googlings, but it was not that clear. And I was like, we got to make this clear. So in one second, you understand it because I feel that that's one of the biggest mistakes uh, startups do because they kind of try to hide the fact that this big company exists, you know, while all of their potential customers know that there is a, this company that exists. So why not help your potential customers and just straight up uh, tell them what's the difference? What do you stand for? What are you, what are you kind of completely against what they're doing? And tell it like it is. It's it's like uh, you know, it's in, information for your customers. You're helping them out. Yep. No, I totally agree with that. Now let me ask you a question. You guys are obviously growing quickly. Would, will you stay bootstrapped? Or do you have plans to raise? We're saying no, pretty much daily to to all these VCs, and and there's no there's no current plan to to raise any. There's there's no need either. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, we we would not even if we had the the funding, we would not go and hire somebody new right now because uh, we, we plan to take it a bit slower. So no plans. What would you value the business at today? I have no idea. No, I if think there was somebody, somebody said that we could raise, what was it? They said between seven and 15 million and without kind of any, without kind of like no strings attached kind of. He, he mentioned that a few months ago when we, because we tweet, uh, we share the public, you know, the MRR and so on. So every time I share this, there's like, uh, you know, several emails from VC, VCs kind of like, oh, you want to take funding? And one of them was a bit more concrete. So he mentioned, I think he mentioned something about seven to 15 million. And like, he was like, we will just give you the money. You do what you want. But uh, yeah, uh, so nothing better that I, no better calculation other than that fact. Well, your annual run rate, if you're doing 23 grand a month right now in revenue is what? To about $270,000 per year. Uh, I mean, let me, let me ask you a question, right? If somebody... Uh, that also, like, I could see like a Clipfolio or a Grow.com be very interested in sort of what you're building. If one of them approached you and offered you guys, you know, $4 million all cash upfront to sell the business, <laughs> would you take it? Probably not. Are, do you have a spouse? It's, Are you in a relationship? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm would, in a relationship. Would um, they, if you came home tonight to dinner and told them that you were going to get 49, you turned down 49% of a $4 million <laughs> offer, would they leave you immediately or would they be supportive? I think they'll be supportive, but that's definitely, <laughs> when you ask it like that, it's a, a bit more to think about for sure. Because uh, on my own, I'll be like, ah, we will really not, not want to sell. And uh, it really has to be a right situation, right buyer for everyone, for us, for the customers. But uh, when you ask it like that, I'm like more like uh, maybe I should think about it twice. <laughs> but yeah, no, no plans, no plans really for investors or sales. That's great. Hey, let's touch on churn real quick. What's your churn rate today? I think it's about two percent. Okay, two percent per month. Is that good? It doesn't really matter if it's good or bad. The question is like, do the economics work? And you guys are profitable and you're growing nicely. No, so I mean, I uh, like uh, one thing that I, I look at our expansion MRR. I always want that to be bigger than churn, and that's that's covered quite quite well every month. So what is so, your expansion? If you look at the customers from one year ago, how much have they expanded on average? So let me just quickly, <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, I don't spend it, too much time it, on is this. Is it in your dashboard? Yes. I've been using Puddle and now I'm in the dashboard and I can see last month we got expansion of, uh, expansion of around 400 and churn 400. So that was very even. This month, expansion of around 300 and churn of 100. So yep. it's like, and then the previous month, which was March, expansion 800 and churn 300. So like, um, 
that, that's one that I care about. I mean, new MRR always covers obviously both, but uh, right. I'm curious that the, the the churn gets covered by expansion to kind of even it out. So I, I would personally just, this is anecdotal based off the interviews that I've done in the database that I run. Um, you rarely see companies at this stage in this taxonomy, this category, have expansion revenue like you guys do. I would credit it because it's so crystal clear that people are paying you a price point tied to the number of unique website visits. So you have a natural automatic upsell built in. And that's exactly. a very healthy thing. And we don't actually even enforce it so strong. We send an email a couple months in and we kindly ask you to, to upgrade. And it, it works well and people respect that and people upgrade. And yeah, like you say, it's a natural thing. You 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 want to build your website to, to grow more and then you end up having more visitors, which means you end up having to pay more for your analytics. It kind of makes sense because okay. also our costs are, are larger with storage and all that stuff. Yeah, very good. All right, Marco, let's wrap up with the Famous Five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, rework, I would say, Basecamp. Number two, is there a founder you're following or studying right now? Not right now, but I've followed Rand Fishkin for years now. I, I love his thinking. And he's got a great book, Lost and Founder. Highly recommend it. Uh, uh, another great one, yes. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building plausible? Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Twitter, fair I enough. don't really have a, a favorite one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How much what? Sleep. Ah, okay. Seven, seven hours approximately. Okay. And what's your, situa- what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Um, no kids. Girlfriend live together. Uh, not married. Not married yet. No kids. And how old are you, Marco? I'm 38, I think. 38, he says, and with a, with a question mark on the end. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? I, I wish I, I started to startups faster, as in co-owner, owners founder i was um, until last year i was basically an, i'm more like an employee plausible.io they are an alternative to google analytics that does not crap all over your privacy they're growing very quick 400 a month in revenue a year ago now over twenty three thousand dollars per month over three thousand three hundred customers marco got 49 percent of the business his technical co-founder took 51 percent. they're off to the races bootstrapped and building in public marco thanks for taking us to the top thanks nathan